Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo here for this seven-game Wednesday slate. Uh, Mr. Kenny seems to be out tonight. Uh, no worries. Hope you're all well, Kenny, and hope to uh, have you again next week. But no worries. I've got you guys covered. Uh, there's actually not a whole lot of injury news just yet. And I'll be honest with you guys, I don't have a giant slate of players. I have, I think, maybe 12, maybe about a dozen players I'm eyeing right now in this early going here with this Wednesday slate. So it'll be a pretty quick episode given it's a, a seven-game slate, you know, but uh, but we'll still we'll, we'll get through it, and I think we'll have some uh, good insights here. So uh, just the injury news, we do have Jalen Williams of the OKC Thunder. That's Jalen without the Y. Uh, he is out with a wrist injury. He's already been ruled out for that for this one. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic has been updated to questionable with his calf injury. So no more Drew, Drew Eubanks uh, love for you guys out there, unfortunately. Robert Williams is out with a hamstring injury. Going to be out for about a week or so. A little over a week. week and a half, maybe. Monty Morris is questionable with a back injury. He did sit out in the first half of a back-to-back. -back. He could play in this one. Uh, if he doesn't play, I do have a play for you guys. It's pretty pretty obvious. But uh, Kevin Love is questionable for with a ribs injury. And Reggie Bullock is questionable with a quad injury. And that's it, guys, so far. That is all the injury news we have on the seven games later. 14 teams, and we've only got one, two, three, four, five, six guys of note here uh, with your injuries. But there are other guys that are already out uh, with injuries that I don't count because they've been out for a while. Just don't mention them. Uh, like Anthony Simons nearing a return, but he's going to be out for this one. But don't mention those guys because they have been out already, but we're looking at new guys that are out. Anyways, if you guys need to stay on top of all the injury news and, and what's doing with our lineups here and how we're taking it for DFS and using it to our advantage, go ahead and get that DFS pass. Seriously, just do it. Like, do it now. Uh, because if you don't do it now, guess what? The end of the season's coming up here for NBA. And uh, you, won't get, you won't get me because I'm not a, really an NFL DFS or MLB DFS player. We do have MLB and NBA. NFL DFS players, as well as PGA uh, DFS players. And so get in there and get some love for that as well. Uh, we'd love to get those things popping a little bit more. So anyways, let's go ahead and talk about this, guys. Let's talk about this seven-game slate. Um, actually, probably the game I'm targeting the most at this moment here that just seems uh, like the one that has the most value, given the salaries and everything, is actually the Atlanta Hawks and the Washington Wizards, which is definitely a new one for me. If you guys have followed the show for a while here, I tend not to play a lot of Wizards games, uh, and not really, not really not a lot of Hawks games either, for that matter. Um, but yeah, I, I think that this one is a game that I am targeting here, because I do think that there's some really nice plays. I'm just going to start off at the top here with Mr. Trey Young at 8,800. He's sub-9,000, which is just uh, absolutely absurd. And I know that he has been up and down all season, uh, more so down. It's been a bad year for the Atlanta Hawks. But the Wizards are, have been playing uninspired basketball. Uh, for a long time now, um, but uh, especially, you know, the last few weeks, they've had some real letdowns here, so if that is the case again, and they're going to have some mental lapses on the defensive end, uh, Mr. Trey Young should be able to capitalize on that, and I do think that he's a, um, a very solid star here to go to. Uh, definitely more of a GPP than a cash play. I'll give you that. I've got some other guys for your cash plays as well, but He's a guy I'm definitely gravitating towards in GPP. Uh, but most of my interest in this game actually lies on the other side of the basketball with uh, the Washington Wizards, which is also a new one for me, as you guys know. Uh, but a couple of guys that uh, I've targeted before, and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say Bradley Beal, 8,100. 
Um, starting to look like the Beal of old. Starting to recapture and rekindle that offensive talent that we've all you know, grown to love uh, in Bradley Beal's tenure in Washington since he was drafted. And I think it's uh, you know time that we go ahead and uh, just give him get him uh, out there and roll him on our lineups. I mean, this guy's been putting up 50, 60 DK points here uh, on the regular. What's there not to like here? Um, just kind of go over his most recent game log here. 48.2545. He did have a bummer of a 28.25 against the Toronto Raptors. And then a 52.75 game in the last four. So through the last four, he scored 45 or more DK points, and he's only at 8,100. So there you go. We uh, want that in our lineups, for sure. Uh, DeLon Wright, 5,200. If there's no Monty Morris, DeLon Wright should step into that starting point guard role. And we all know what he does there. Uh, does really well. Um, really good Swiss Army knife kind of kept a guy. You know, he plays uh, anywhere from the one to the three. Uh, has a size to play play you know, small forward and to guard some, some guys in the small forward position as well. Very talented player. Never really got the starter's minutes so far in his career yet. Uh, but when he does, he produces. So 5200 is a very decent price tag there for Mr. Dolan Wright against a relatively weak uh, defense in the Atlanta Hawks. So it's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, but let me just end here with uh, Denis Abdija. Denis Abdija, uh, 4400 Um, I was liking him a lot more when, you know, Christos Porzingis was out. They were kind of thin in the front court, so he's getting a lot of minutes. But I did see he played over 30 in the last one. Um, he was out in and out of the lineup with some injuries, if I recall, uh, recently. Um, but yeah, 31 minutes in that last game. The game before he only got seven minutes. Like crazy. I don't know if there was an injury there involved or, or whatnot. Maybe there had to be an injury. That's just that's just an asinine. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's you know 28, 31, 27. So somewhere in that 27 to 31 minute uh, time range, time frame there. Uh, pretty good value there at 4,400, I think. Uh, put up 33.5 DK points in the last game. And, you know, that's really buoyed by the uh, defensive stats as well as the rebounds. And he put up more points than usual. But he's not really a scorer. But he's a guy that does contribute across the board. So it feels like he's a pretty safe play, one of the safer plays in that 4,400 region. Uh, let's move on, though. Let's talk about another game. Let's talk about, you know, a game that's uh, I don't, not necessarily a game I have a ton of interest in, but it's a game that's near and dear to my heart and is the Chicago Bulls uh, against the Denver Nuggets. I hope they lose. Let me just put that out there. Just go ahead and tank Chicago Bulls. You suck. Uh, get it over with. Give yourself a 10% chance at Wembenyama instead of a 0% chance to ever advance in the in the playoffs. Uh, you're just not good. There you go. I'm a Bulls fan. I admit it. Uh, you should admit it too. Have, have, this, have the strength to look inside. Uh, anyways, there are a couple of guys, though, on the Bulls side that I do have interest in because of their price tags. I uh, don't think it's a great matchup for anybody when they play Denver Nuggets. Um, Denver Nuggets are a very good basketball team. I think you can definitely make a case to play some of the Nuggets against the Bulls. I don't think, for me, just given their salaries, that I want to do that. You, you know, I am a Bulls fan, but you know that I do love to target the Bulls and play guys against the Bulls. I usually have at least one or two plays against my Bulls. I just don't really have anybody on Denver. I'm not really into Jokic. Uh, Bulls are really good at defending the center position. Vooch is an underrated defender. Uh, should be able to hold his own. And they also have another guy here who I have interest in, and Andre Drummond at 3,300. That should be able to come in and play at least 15 minutes here uh, to go ahead and try to stop Jokic. Uh, look, Andre Drummond, 
is a flawed basketball player. I've watched him for an entire season now. I didn't watch him a whole lot in Detroit, I'll be honest. Um, not a real reason to watch Detroit basketball in those days or even now. <laughs> hate to say it. Sorry, Pistons fans. Um, but, you know, watching him closely for this full season, uh, he is the most gifted. Uh, he's the most. I hate. I don't want to like, ber like berate the guy. I don't want to be super negative. He is a. Make some really questionable decisions. Let's put it that way. He is a guy that is one of the worst decision makers I've ever encountered, paired with one of the best athletic abilities I've ever encountered. So there you go. Uh, that that's where I'm gonna leave, gonna leave it. Um, just he'll make an incredible play, and then literally within the next few seconds, you can almost guarantee he's going to make a really dumb play. I, I can't avoid the word dumb, stupid, dumb. Can't avoid the word anymore. Uh, it really ticks me off. But at 3,300 here on this uh, DFS slate, in a game where they're going to need some big bodies to, to match up against Jokic, I do like him at 3,300. He does produce uh, for DFS purposes when he gets minutes. I should, he should see about 15 minutes in this matchup. I would hope. And hey, Vucci gets some foul trouble. They're not going to roll Derek Jones Jr. out there. He's not going to be able to guard Jokic. It's going to be Andre Drummond, so maybe he gets in the 20s, and then you're really cooking. Uh, Alex Russo at 3,400. I'm going to continue to mention this guy. He's getting the minutes. He's an essential part to the Bulls team, and the Bulls are still, for whatever reason, eyeing the uh, play-in, trying to get to that ninth and 10th spot to just go ahead and lose. Because, um, you know, they just want to have a few extra games to enjoy their time being a not-very-good basketball team, I guess. I, I don't really know that the... the the uh, objective here. But anyways, Cruz at 3,400. Um, yeah, he's getting the minutes there. Um, you can pretty much guarantee high 20s in those minutes. Uh, he's a good GPP play. I would not call him a good cash play. He is uh, His floor will absolutely fall out from a new. Uh, he will get a lot of minutes where he's just getting cardio and not much else. But he also has the ability to absolutely go off if he's hit those threes and getting some, getting some steals, so some high-variance stats. Uh, so I do like him a lot for GPPs. Uh, okay, let's talk about OKC and Phoenix. Phoenix Suns, man, got to be favorites at this point to uh, make it to the finals, maybe even to win the finals. It feels like the West is wide open, but, man, they look incredible. I was watching them against the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and, man, it's a joy to watch that team again. Um, I had a joy I had joy watching them for a couple seasons. This season's been pretty rough. But now uh, with Kevin Durant in the mix, man, it is impressive. Let me tell you that. Anyways, uh, I do have interest here at Devin Booker at 9,500. I think you can also make it a case for uh, Kevin Durant. He's a few hundred more. I think if you have the extra salary, you go with it. At the GPP, you absolutely do because uh, the ownership is going to be lower. I think a lot of people are going to be on Devin Booker. I think he's a safe cash play. But I think, uh, you know, from watching the few highlights and the last game with the Mavericks since Kevin Durant's been over there, and just listening to people, uh, you know, that analyze the game that I trust. Having Kevin Durant and Chris Paul and DeAndre in that lineup is just a godsend for Devin Booker. He gets light open looks every time on the floor. He could average 35 points on efficient shooting throughout the rest of the season if he wanted to. Like, there, there's no doubt in my mind. People are going to throw doubles at KD. He gets a pass from that because KD can see over everybody and pass through him. Very easily. Obviously, we all know Chris Paul can do. He's going to get in that mid-range. Going to poke and prod, find the seams, and kick it out. 
And Aiton sets the best, uh, perhaps the best screens in the entire league. Has been doing that for a while. Devin Booker at 9,500, I think, is a good good spot here. Um, he's probably going to climb up in his 10,000s, and that's when I'll stop faster. Until he gets that point, though, I think for me, he's must roster. He's safe, safe value there. And that's what I want, those guys I'm spending over 9K for. Uh, Aaron Wiggins on the OKC Thunder. That's who I'm looking at on the Thunder. Uh, Jalen Williams is already been announced as out. And so um, what we're looking for here is, uh, you know, just minutes. I mean, you know, he's getting the minutes without without Jalen Williams in line. So there you go. That's really all it comes down to here. Uh, a lot of people might go to Isaiah Joe at 4,400, but why when Aaron Wiggins is almost $1,000 less and getting more minutes? He got more minutes than the last one, but he'll probably get around the same amount of minutes as Isaiah Joe. Uh, can we absolutely trust it with the OKC Thunder? No, of course not. Their rotations are always going to be suspect. You just never know. But I do think that he is the guy that's going to fill in um, as long as Jalen Williams is out. Interestingly enough, though, on FanDuel, he's pretty priced up. On, on DK, like I say, he's 3500 On FanDuel, I believe he's 5300 Yeah, they kind of have those numbers reversed. And so I like Isaiah Joe at 4400 on FanDuel. So going a little bit of a different direction on FanDuel. There are so many guys on this slate here that I want in between the eight to nine thousand range. I managed to get three of them into my lineup. I have right now. I want to get at least three of them. I think that's that's a good kind of overall goal for this for this slate is to get three of those guys um, that are really. I mean, there's value to be had um, because I think for whatever reason guys just aren't priced appropriately in that range. Uh, I've already mentioned you know uh, a few of them. I mentioned uh, Trey Young, and I mentioned Bradley Beal. You know those guys are aren't typically priced, but um, there are a lot of guys. And in, the, in this next game here with the Clippers and the Toronto Raptors, it's another one that's uh, in the eight to nine range that I think is uh, definitely, 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 definitely going to uh, be a good price for you. Uh, Paul George at 8900 I mean, Kawhi's, uh, I believe, the same price around there. I think you can make an argument for him as well. Toronto Raptors like to throw uh, throw doubles. They're not gonna, I don't think they're going to double Paul George. just don't think that's going to happen. I think you double Kawhi if you're going to throw a double at somebody on this team, on the Clippers. And if that's the case, Paul George has been absolutely going off recently, and he's going to continue that. Um, because he is a guy that runs hot. Might he turn cold this game? You never know. Maybe. But Clippers are looking to win some games here. Um, you know, they aren't necessarily safe where they're standing here in the standings. So I do like Paul George at 8,900. Uh, Dallas and New Orleans. Dallas and the Pelicans. Mavericks and Pelicans. Uh, another guy between the 8 and 9 range that I want to get my lineups here. Brandon Ingram at 8,400. Who on the Mavericks, is going to guard Braden Ingram. A guy that has seven-footers wingspan that can just shoot over the top of everybody. Reggie Bullock? He's questionable. That quad injury. And he left the last game, so he might not even... He, I mean, I would say he's more towards the doubtful side. They don't have Dorian Anthony Smith anymore. 
I do think Brandon Ingram, uh, if he decides to take over and be aggressive in this game, I think he can have a very big game against these Dallas Mavericks. You know, it's going to be a fast-paced game. Uh, we've seen that with the Mavericks, with uh, Kyrie and Doncic at the at the at the helm. So there's going to be lots of opportunities here for the Pelicans. I think I think Brandon Ingram's going to be going to have a big. I really do. I got that gut feeling. On the other side, who's going to guard him? Maxi Kleba, 3,300. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's got a floor that um, isn't – I mean, it's a, it's a safe-ish floor. He's a safe-ish floor. Not necessarily a high-ceiling guy. I say that every time about Maxi Kleba. But you don't have to be a high-ceiling guy to have a big game. He had a big game against the Bulls. You know, he had like eight or nine threes because the Bulls just simply just refused to guard him out there on the pick and roll, pick and pop. And that's a little wonky, but that could happen again. I mean, it's, there's no doubt about it. He gets three or four blocks in this game. There's, you know, it's possible. Three or four blocks, he gets seven or eight rebounds. He plays 25 minutes because they need somebody to guard Brandon Ingram, who's just going out. It's possible. Do keep an eye on him, though. He is in and out of the lineup here. He is dealing with an injury, so that is something to, to think about. But, yeah, I think he's definitely someone I'm looking at here uh, under 4,000. There's not very many options. Uh, Boston and Portland, I do have one guy here that's 4,000. Uh, it's Matisse Thibel at 4,000. I think this is a very decent play as well. Um, you know, guy can put up defensive stats in bunches. It's going to be a grinded out defensive half-court type matchup with the Boston Celtics who are healthy, mostly. No Robert Williams, but yeah, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch, an interesting game to watch. But I think Matisse Thibel is that guy that's, um, that's going to benefit from this style of play. Maybe he hits a couple threes, and that'd be nice. But we're really looking for the defensive stats here. We're looking for some rebounds, a few points. You know, I think like 20 DK points would be a nice, decent return. For him, nice little floor. And if he has a good game, 30-35, which would be nice. Not going to have an insane ceiling, though. Uh, that's it, though. That Guys, that's really all I've got for the seven-game slate. That's the dozen players or so I'm looking at right now. Just kind of an early primer again. As the day moves on, I'm sure more value will open up, so definitely keep that in mind. Uh, Thrive Fantasy, though, if you're not thriving, go to thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code ETHOS. Sign up and get the first deposit match up to 250 bucks. They've got these tournaments you enter uh, that you have to pick either five or ten player props, and if you get points for those player props that you pick. Person with the most points takes the home the prize money, which is usually pretty hefty, sometimes up to a thousand bucks. I've got four plays for me for Threat from Thrive that I do like. I do like this site a little, a little bit here. Probably going to throw uh, an entry or two out there. First being Trey Young, over 24.5 points, and that's 95 points for Thrive. That's against Washington. Again, I just feel like in my heart of hearts, he is going to have a bigger game than people are giving him credit for at this point. He's a better player than what he's priced at right now in DK. So I feel like he's a little undervalued at this point. Brandon Ingram, over 8.5 rebounds and assists, and that's 85 points against Dallas. Really think the Pelicans need to start turning this thing around. I'm, I'm always looking for Brandon Ingram to take over. No Zion Williamson still, so B.I., get your stuff together, man. Let's start winning some games over for the Pels. Jokic, under 
30.5 points and rebounds. Yeah, there's a Chicago special for you. 130 points against my Chicago Bulls. Uh, again, I, I could see him going 20 and 10. I could see him, I could see him having 20 rebounds and 10 points. I can see, I can see all that. And just going just barely under. But I think 130 points is a good, uh, you know, a nice return there. I mean, there's a possibility also, like, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, that the Denver Nuggets just blow the Bulls out of the water in the first three quarters. And Jokic has, like, 15 assists. There are games where he does that against weaker opponents. And so I think it's it's worth the risk here to, to get that giant return in points. And then the last one I got you for you guys is Kevin Durant over 35.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against the OKC Thunder, of course. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I mean, I think they also have a Devin Booker pro, uh, points prop out there, 27.5, which I do like also. It's 110 points for that one. But I think for me – I like the KD side because I do think, you know, he's going to get the assists. He's going to get the rebounds. It's a little bit safer for me. He's going to score at least 20, 22 points, 23 points. He's going to get you six or seven rebounds. So we'll say 22 points, seven rebounds, 29. Uh, that means he just gets six assists. Doable. Probable, I wouldn't say so, but... 22 still kind of low. I mean, okay, 25 points. Now you only have to get you three assists. Done. Easy. 25 points for KD. That's like nothing, man. That's nothing. Against the Thunder? Who's going to guard him on the Thunder? The only thing that would be risk for this, I think, is uh, is a blowout. But anyways, that's going to do it for us, guys. That is it. That is your Thrive Fantasy and your DraftKings plays for this slate. Uh, I'm Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith and definitely follow the show. Subscribe, like, give us a thumbs up. Uh, also, go ahead and leave us a review, please. Uh, we definitely need those from you guys. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, even if you don't like what we're doing, uh, you know, just let us know. We just need your feedback. So, Until next time, guys, go get that money.